0: One of Ed Beeler's favorite bands, Autograph, <laughs> with a terrible song from the uh, Fright Night soundtrack, You Can't Hide from the Beast Inside of You. That was, was cool, dude. I know. Wow. <laughs> that goes out to uh, Tom Peltori. He wanted to hear that.
1: Tom, stop requesting.
0: Please. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, what, what is this? the hell is this i mean i've I've seen the movie but for some reason that song does not uh at me as something that i even knew didn't resonate with you not at all (laughs) you've seen that movie haven't you fright night yes welcome to fright night it's garbage yeah just junk (laughs)
1: that's the i don't know how autograph had a career I really don't understand how autograph had a career. I mean, I get it. Turn up the radio was a, was a song, but what else
0: was even good? Blondes and black cars. I, I guess, you know, I guess if it wasn't for MTV and yeah. having some kind of over the top videos, you know, cause of Steve Plunkett with his orange hair and, you know, just kind of that bombastic thing. Right. I don't know that the songs were that good. I think it was just sort of an MTV thing because after MTV, uh, you know, died out. So did autograph. So yeah. Cause autograph,
1: I, I, I mean, and it's weird. Cause I had the first two records. One of the first cassettes I ever owned was, um, was, um, sign in please. And I still remember the day I got it. I got it. You know, I was at the, I was at the, um,
0: what was that mall? Chapel Hill Mall with my mom. Yeah, and I heard that that mall's almost to the point of being closed now. Well, I'll never go there. Well, but, I mean, you know. it's been it's been decades since I was there, but for as far as malls go in the Akron area, between the Fairlawn Mall and the Chapel Hill Mall, Chapel Hill Mall was always like one of the more upper scale right malls in the Akron area, and and uh, I. I watch these YouTube videos where they call it the dead mall series.
1: Right. And, sure. And
0: I guess, uh, chapel Hill is now on its last legs.
1: Dude, they're all on their last legs because the overhead is ridiculous for these, for these malls. And they're overrun by fucking scumbags.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, they're overrun by, by absolute asshole kids, you know, that, that are in there to rob people. I have told this story before on the show over at Randall Park. I watched a guy take a bullet right to the fucking head. Yeah. In the parking lot. I was like, "Fuck that." You know? And I and honestly, I don't think I've been back since. Mhm. Once you see somebody get their head blown off, you're kind of done. Yeah. You know, yeah, malls are I, First of all, you know what, you know what the biggest mall in the world is? Amazon. Why the fuck would you go to a mall when you can just <laughs> ring it up on your fucking phone and, yeah. and order it. Yeah. You know, and it's so convenient, you know, it's not like the old days where you have to walk around a mall for four hours to get a pair of shoes. You know, now it's just, you want a pair of shoes? What size do you wear? What color do you want them? Amazon show me white tennis shoes. Here's 16 of them. Pick one. Boom. <laughs> True. You know, it's so much easier and, 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 the more you think about it now, it, if now that you're smarter, now that you're in your, you know, in your fifties instead of in your 15s or twenties, yeah, would you ever go into a store again and pay eighteen ninety nine for a cassette or an album? No, of course not. But man, we we didn't think shit about it going to Peaches or Camelot Music or the Warehouse or Coconuts. Wherever. Sam Goody, what coconuts, any of those, we didn't think shit about going to those overpriced stores and paying $18 for a $9 album. Yeah. 1799, you know, and and it was all, you know, demand. It was because the Camelot had it for 19 bucks a week ahead of Kmart that had it for eight bucks, you know? So you would just be, Oh, well I'm here. I got to have that new men at work or whatever to, fuck. <laughs> you know, back in the, in the eighties. Yeah. You, you had to have whatever shit band was out at the time. You had to have, but a week early for some reason, I can remember that. I remember making my mom buy me, um,
0: the men at work tape from which uh, one cargo or, or Car- uh, cargo. The one with it's just overkill. Yeah. The, the second one cargo, yeah,
1: but the one that wasn't any good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, and and I remember she was so pissed off about spending twenty bucks, but I had like, I don't know, I got like an A on my report card or something. So she she like owed me a cassette, and then and that was the one I wanted, and it was eighteen dollars or something at the <laughs> at the Camelot. Right. And and she bought it begrudgingly, and then the whole ride home is the only time I ever heard my mom bitch about music. We're playing it in the car on the way home, and she was like, "This is really crummy." Yeah. <laughs> and i was kind of like yeah kind
0: of is yeah that that business as usual the the debut i mean that <laughs> sold that sold millions and then of course cargo came out and then it was just like okay what happened
1: business as usual was really solid i like that record let me look that up
0: that's what i'm saying it it when that came out that sold millions and then cargo was the follow up and it was just like uh what happened <laughs> yeah it just it's men at work album God, 1981. That album is
1: 40 fucking years old. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. I'm looking at the track list right now. Who can it be now? I mean, come on, pull that up, dude. Let's let's talk. Let's talk men at work. All right. That should that should make those that should make guys like Jackal happy. Yeah, you, know, you know what
0: I thought was kind of a bizarre song the from Men at Work and and we'll probably get to it too.
1: What's that? Is
0: that Johnny Be Good? Be good. And stupid. then, and then in the background you hear Johnny, it was
1: so stupid, but so give me that song. Give me, give me some be good, be good. <laughs> it's, Johnny. So, it's so dumb, but
0: so fun. <laughs> uh, see, that was like the whole, you know, uh, my, my rock friends. I, I right. was not a men at work fan. I, not at all. Didn't, didn't like it. I hated their videos. I just thought it was really gay. Right. <laughs> and, and it was just like, yeah, fuck that. I, you know, no, no men at work for me. Right. And it's like, man, this is faggy, man. <laughs> and that that Colin Hay with all of his weird ticks in his face and all those antics in the videos and his one weird eye and all yeah, that shit. Was, I was just like, yeah, they, they, I'm not listening to this. He was a mess. That's yeah. for damn sure. There we go. They were tr- clearly ripping off the Who. <laughs> the Who. Yeah, l- l- listen to that intro. That's it's almost like a Pinball Wizard or, or Won't Get Fooled Again. In the history of rock and roll, that's the first time that Men at Work has ever been compared to the Who. Well, think o- think about Won't Get Fooled Again. The beginning. Yeah, I guess. That's, that's not the who? Yeah, I guess it is, but Jesus. <laughs> Am I not right or what? Pete Townsend's filing a lawsuit against you right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, against them. <laughs> no, against you for daring to mention their name with men at work. Well, well, not, well I'm going to play this this intro again. Now, think you right. won't get fooled again. All right. <laughs> Yeah? Yeah, it is. Okay, there you go.
2: Skip, skip, up the road, up to school you go. Don't be a bad boy, Johnny. Don't you slip up or play the fool.
0: Don't be a bad boy, don't, Johnny. Don't you slip up. Don't you play the fool.
1: <laughs> everything about this song sucks, and I loved it when it was out. Uh, I mean, I was like 12 years old or whatever. 90, this is what? 81. Yeah. Well, I was born 68. So I was 12 and a half, thirteen years old. I couldn't play this song enough. I drove my parents nuts with this fucking <laughs> <All> song.
2: Oh no! Oh no da! I your Johnny! Johnny! <laughs> Son the non believer! Of... <laughs> bigger, bigger, bigger! Bigger, bigger, bigger! Bigger, bigger, I'm gonna play football with you, John? Nah. No. Nah? No? Oh. Well. You must be gonna play cricket this year, then are you, John? Nah, 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 <laughs> nah,
1: nah, nah. You're a fag, Johnny. Wood.
0: <laughs> yeah, look at You're look at Holly be- C in the chat room. 's got Colin Hay in there with his weird fucking eyes.
1: Just a just a goof.
0: <laughs> you gonna play football this year, Johnny? Nah,
2: nah, nah. <laughs> 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 Well, you sure are a funny kid, Johnny. But I like you. So tell me, what
0: kind of boy are you, John? What kind of a boy are you? Faggot. So tell me, what kind of a boy are you? A total fucking faggot.
2: I only like dreaming all the day long. And no one.
0: so bad i know that's what i said i couldn't listen to that what the fuck was wrong with me i was into that i was like yeah i i could not listen to that i was just like this is fag shit (laughs) i i couldn't take it, it man i just could not take it
1: i was right there listening to it i fucking wore this tape out this song down by the sea who can it be now there was a lot of good songs on there this song is awful though I can't believe i like this is like lover boy to me now yeah it's like it's like i listened to lover boy forever and now i listen to it i'm like
0: what the fuck was wrong with me <laughs> that was this another is- that was another band i couldn't stand
1: oh, you were more manly than me i, I, was I, I just
0: a- could not stand lover boy when i worked at Camelot music in my uh you know my first year of college mm-hmm. that lover boy that uh, the one after uh uh, what was it the debut subtitle? no 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 it was the one where it had it was a blue cover with all their faces on it, it was after the uh, get lucky or just get lucky uh,
1: was that um hot girls in love it, or
0: i can't remember i'll have to look it up here real or quick love and every minute of it
1: love it every minute of it come on
0: i'll tell you what it is that one came out when i was working at the store and I, of course i had couple of chicks that worked at the store with me. And of course they wanted to play it all the time. Of course they did. And I was just like, oh, I can't take this.
1: You didn't like hot girls in love.
0: No, I, I, I couldn't, Trump. I couldn't take Mike Reno and his crying. Yeah. He always was a pussy. Uh, keep it up. What's up. What's this? What was the hit? Well, let me look, look at the album here. The album was keep it up.
2: Hmm. Right.
0: Let's see here. Hot girls in love was on there.
1: That's that's the
0: one. Yeah, it's never easy. Queen of broken hearts. Oh yeah, cause I'm the queen of broken hearts. Yeah, prime of your life. Ugh, oh, I, yeah, okay. I, I I could I just couldn't take it. Come on, give me a little of that. What's that? Give me a little of that album. Oh, okay. Let me pull it up real quick. Uh, are just we done with quick. Men at Work already? No, but well, we can, we can come back to Men at Work. You know? <laughs>
1: I was going to play, you know, you're going to call out all these great <laughs> albums. I want to hear something from everything. All right. Give me some, give me some, um, hot girls in love or, or queen of the broken hearts. Cause that's real faggy. Ugh. cause you're not that kind of girl. I couldn't, I'm stepping all the world.
0: <laughs> Dude, I, I, it was just killing me.
2: You were born the queen of the broken hearts.
0: Right. Here we go. Singing on Helium or something.
1: (laughs) Just sounds so sad. You're
0: in the middle and you can't lose. So Uh, I'm going to cry about it. He was always pissing and moaning and crying all the time.
1: Singing all these songs that were supposed to be up and happy and just sounding like, you know, his mother died like five minutes before he got in the studio. Just she's not that kind of go
0: yeah.
1: i'm telling all the
2: world
0: Awful. i like, i like that uh picture that Neely's butthole in the chat room posted at the Camelot music store Let's see that looks that looks exactly like the storefront I used to work at oh yeah that was like 1983 because i see they had uh cars. the car's heartbeat city right but another but, shit album yeah oh my God. But, but we used well, it's not well, it's, it's a very popular album and had all those MTV hits on there. You might think I'm crazy. Uh oh, it's
2: magic.
0: Exactly. That that record sold a lot. That was a very big comeback for the cars, but uh that don't make it good. No, I didn't say it was good. I'm just saying it was a, had a lot of hits on it, but um you know, looking at those wall displays, they used to send all that materials from the corporate headquarters there in canton right and we would have to build all those wall displays depending on what they were advertising for that month right so we had to stand there and put up all those posters and all that shit <laughs> put up all those end caps and stuff and they used to try and make it cool by like rolling sideways
1: rolling up the um the album cover art whatever yeah those, yeah yeah those... well
0: they what well, they were they were uh Flats is what they call them. That's yeah. And, and then you would, you would, uh, bend them up and then staple the corners.
1: Right. So staple we're the
0: corners to the wall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Ugh, I hated that car's record that who's going to drive you home tonight. Well, again, lots of big MTV hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It just, it just, I was never a huge cars fan. But man, that was the total sellout album for them. Yeah. They, they, I, I, I liked the songs that I knew, you know, the, there were certain songs that were, that were,
0: you know, kind of cool back in the, you know, moving stereo and stuff like that were cool. Yeah. Well, that was back in the late seventies.
1: Right. But boy, then the 1982 three, whenever that shit came out with, um, with, um, heartbeat city. oh. Ooh. Just a total set. And those videos with, with, um, Rick Ocasek walking on the water,
0: but you could just see the piece of glass. Underneath <laughs> he was walking the on the plexiglass in the, in the yeah. swimming pool. Yeah.
1: And you could see it. It wasn't, it was such a bad job that, you know, for a band that was making millions of dollars, they made, they did such a poor job on the video.
0: You could see the glass. It was fucking terrible, but, but you got to remember MTV was only in in existence about a year and a half before. So, so a lot of those videos, these video directors and people who had these concepts, they really didn't know what they were doing. They just were doing something to promote that, that song or that album. you think any
1: of these, the cars, the cars had history before. So I'll take the cars out of this, but do you think like a band like Loverboy or a band like Autograph or a band like Men at Work have a career without MTV? No, absolutely not. I don't think so either. See, look, there's that picture of him walking on the plexiglass. How awful is Uh that? Oh, it's magic.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Hail Satan has, has got the picture in there.
1: Oh, Merry-Go-Round.
0: I remember Merry-Go-Round. Oh, yeah. I used to shop at Merry-Go-Round. Fuck, yeah. I, 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 still, I probably still have some clothes put away in a box somewhere that I bought from Merry-Go-Round.
1: <laughs> Merry-Go-Round. <laughs> yeah.
0: God, we are really going back well, in the past. I'll, tell, I'll so. tell you who used to uh, work at Merry-Go-Round. Who? Um, Mindy McCourtney. Really? Yeah. She worked at Mary. Is that where you met her? No, she was in my class at high school. So oh, okay. She used to sit next to me because, you know, McCourtney, Neely. So we were only, yeah. you know, yeah. so she used to sit next to me in homeroom. Oh, look, somebody just posted a picture of music. Land. Yeah. Music I land. Hate, I hated Musicland. Well, you got to put, you got to put one up of licorice pizza. Oh, licorice pizza. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, we are really getting old. Dude, I'm telling you, that was the best time in life to be living. Fuck yeah. The best music, time. Mu-
1: music, Musicland was always a shitty store. You know, you would go to like Camelot or Peaches or whatever, and those were like cool, especially Peaches. Peaches had at least the one over in Chapel Hill, or not Chapel Hill, um, Randall, whatever that is, right before Randall Park. Yeah. What, Southgate. In the Southgate mall. Right. The 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 peaches that was over there was as big as my pinball palace. Oh, yeah. And it it had everything. Yeah. You could you definitely went in there and every single time you came out of there, it was I, I don't know about you, but for me, it was half the time having just enough money, the other half the time not having quite enough money and having to put something back because they had everything so you would go in there and get everything that you wanted and then if there was just one thing like something new that they ran out of then you would go over to Musicland, that shitty music land and see if they <laughs> had it
0: i see there's a there's a peaches in the jackal put the peaches in the there's peaches i think that's Look, the first picture that jackal posted that wasn't of uh richie blackmore
1: I'm sure there's a Richie Blackmore
0: album right behind the (laughs) peaches. It's probably got a Richie Blackmore poster in the window.
1: Knock it at your back door or something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We can only dream.
1: Look right underneath it. Liquid pizza. Licorice pizza. Yeah, I see that. Licorice pizza. Yeah. Loved it. That's old school.
0: Loved it. That was that were you a fan of Tower or not really? Uh, well, that was mostly West Coast. I shopped at Tower when I lived in California. Yeah. But the most popular Tower uh records was right there on Sunset Boulevard, right down the street from the Whiskey and, and uh the Roxy and the Rainbow. Yeah, we had a tower here though.
1: We had Tower at um Um what, uh, Mayfield Road, maybe? Was there? Or or right past it or Whatever that road is that, um, that you can cut down and it goes right into, um, um, Strongsville.
0: Okay. Is that, is that, is that 303 like, or something like that? Not,
1: West 130th. Okay. down Going down 480, 480 to, to West 130th. You get off there and you take the, you could take the, the left and what is now over there is a best buy on the right side. And across the street from the Best Best Buy for years, it only closed maybe five six years ago. Was a tower. Okay, it's Tower Records. I used to go over there every now and again, but they again they were way too expensive. I didn't like to shop there much because Tower was too expensive. But they did have everything. If you were looking for something that was a little bit hard to find, Tower was it. Yeah,
0: they they had the imports for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: You know, and as I got a little bit older, I stopped going to the chain stores and I started going to the independents because you got to know, and I know you know this because you were like friends with, you know, like Record Den and stuff like that. Yeah, I
0: was friends with um, uh, his name was Ron up at um, Digital di- Days. Di- digital Days. That's it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. You were friends with that guy. I was friends with the guy at Spinmore, Spinmore Records. Yeah. Quonset Hut, too. Quonset, Quonset Hut. Yeah. So once you got to know those guys, or, you know, obviously, not obviously to the fans, but to you, I was super good friends with the guy that owned the disc den in Solon. And once you got to be friends with the local record store guy, then you were in good because you could get a lot of, you know, they'd give you advances, they'd give you, you know, let you take stuff home and tape it if they got advances. (laughs) Yeah. I used to take full advantage of that hookup, man. I was... I was very happy to have that hook up and get me some get me some goodies without paying for the shit.
0: Looking for uh, one of the CDs that uh, Ron from Digital Days gave me before he had to send them back was that uh, Dream Theater where it showed the uh, oh. Twin Towers on fire. And it was yeah. released the exact same day of uh, 9-11. I- I- yeah i remember that yeah. and they recalled all of them and uh before he sent them back he pulled one out of the box and gave me one yeah still have it. it it's still in those shrink wrap and everything brand new would you sell it since it was dream theater and who cares well it's just a collector's item for me yeah I'm trying to see if i can find it up here i'm sure stupid drake would buy it
1: knowing him he's probably already got it that that album was um, I don't even remember what, what album it is, but I'm just not a fan. Dream Theater just never was my thing. This is called <laughs> Live Scenes from New York.
0: Right. There it is. Those of you with CMS TV will see that. Yeah, brand new. Still in the shrink wrap. Never mm-hmm. never opened. And okay. the uh, cost on this mm-hmm. was just a paltry twenty four ninety nine. Neely'll sell it for a paltry ninety nine ninety nine. As you can see, it still has the price tag on it. Yeah, it never hit the store shelves. The record label c- recalled it. Mm hmm. And I fortunately I got a copy before it went back to the, <laughs> went yeah. back to the record label.
2: Yeah.
0: Unfortunately, it was Dream Theater. <laughs> but hey, look, the Twin Towers are on fire. Yeah. Sure are how yeah, coi- I mean, how coincidental is that yeah but, and,
1: and e- equally coincidental was, was slayer the slayer album that was released on 911 was god hates us all yeah
2: <laughs>
1: you know same same kind of coincidence of you know religious uproar you know they do an album talking about religious uproar on 911
0: yep crazy it is well let's so, get so, back let's get back to some loverboy All right, let's do that. Let's hear some, uh, let's continue with some Queen of the Broken Hearts. Oh,
1: good. Why did I like that? I have no idea. I have to think that it's because all the girls in my high school liked Loverboy. because I, dude, I played the shit out of lover boy oh. as a kid. Saw him a few times, few times. Not, not just once. I, I probably, seriously, I probably saw him three or four times. And now you're playing this and I'm just cringing. Not so much that the music is awful, but because I was into this. <laughs> it's like, it's like, Oh God. What is wrong with me?
2: Just crap.
0: all the way to my room.
2: The
1: lyric writing in this song is fucking awful. She's on she a her. rainbow
0: cruise all the way to my room.
1: She likes her tapes on
0: 10 and that's the same as her anatomy. Oh, God! That's why, that's why we metal guys turned it up to 11. Play that a little bit back. That's like a one, two punch of arguably
1: the worst lyrics written ever. Jesus.
0: that keyboard that comes in
2: deet, 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 deet.
1: the lyrics are so bad she's so young at heart she likes the pleasure of his company she cuts the inside groove with her silver spoon <laughs> huh and then the, the shit we just played The likes her tapes on 10 that's the same as her anatomy rainbow cruise all the way to my room and then there's the one little part she's turning on the heat and it's a hundred above, yeah. Hot girls in love. Oh God. <coughs> then the next thing talks about she likes to fuck a bunch of dudes, but she's also praying on the rosary. Yeah, it's like it's like they were just literally throwing words into match at this point. Yeah, well, well she she was a hose beast. Too many men to please. She counts them all on her rosary. You know you might get burned so be careful where you touch. Oh god.
0: Yeah, she was a pass around girl. Just a fucking street whore. Yeah. Jesus. The neighborhood bang pretty much. She was uh what was it? Uh Prince Prince Little Red Corvette. Yeah. Wasn't that about the same premise? Yeah, but at least his lyrics were good. These are awful. <laughs> but it's the same subject material. <laughs> she gets it when she can. Don't
1: need no anniversary, and she deserves the best. Yeah, a cut above the rest. Oh, <laughs> Mike Reno had to have written this song in about one minute. Yeah,
0: give me a little more of this genius. She, she must have been a she must have been a Mormon girl.
1: Yeah, I guess she was a hose beast. Fucking twat.
2: Please, she
0: Some say she do, some say she don't, some say she will, some say she won't. <laughs> and it
1: keeps going, some say she can't, but I know she can. It, it, it's fucking awful. I say I gotta be her ever-loving man. Oh,
0: God. Her ever-loving man.
2: It's just terrible. Some say she can't. Well, I know she can't.
1: A guitar riff, <laughs> a guitar riff that John Levin would immediately put back in his beginner class. Right. <laughs> that is fucking shit. That's a professional band offering
0: up that lick as the as the solo to their lead single. Well, by by this time, they they were um, you know they were three records deep.
1: Yeah, that's this was what eighty five or no, something? no eighty three. Eighty three. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they they should have had it better than this. They they were using this to compete with Motley Crue with Shout at the Devil. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, I I was working at the store when this came out. and I was just like, "Oh, don't play it, that again because, you know, as part of the working at the store, yeah. uh, the whole thing was is that we would play entire albums. Oh God! And uh, you know each one of us who were working on whatever shift it was, we all had a choice of what album we would play right and uh you know, obviously, if I worked with one of the girls, they wanted to play the new lover boy,
1: oh boy,
0: you know, or I wanted to play like the new uh genesis or or something like that you know or or the the or the yes album was out at that time. Mm. Right, nine zero two zero nine zero two one five. Yeah, that's the one, and yeah. uh, things like that. I wanted to play that, but they the girls wanted to play this Lover Boy, and I was just like, oh, I can't take this anymore.
1: And what's funny is even that album's not very good. The nine zero one two two five album.
0: Yeah, but it was interesting. It was it was you know a lot of, obviously a lot of synthesizer, but that's what uh, yes was kind of they they were kind of a keyboard driven band.
1: And they had what what was on that that was um. Leave it was one of the songs. Yeah, let's
2: leave it.
0: Exactly. Can you give me a little of that? Yeah, we That's, uh we we did a whole segment on this album, and we all agreed that it was kind of like yeah, junk. I kind of dig it. I know, but I I, I just got to hear some leave it. <laughs> At that just the beginning. That do do do. It was doo, doo, the whole owner doo. of a lonely heart.
1: <laughs> owner of the lonely heart was the other one, but leave it
0: starts with that goofy everybody going do 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 do. Yeah, doo, of course. Doo. <laughs> but you know, yes was one of the original prog rock bands, so that was sure. kind of expected from them, yeah, because that's what they did this was this was like the end of their run, even though they'd still
1: lasted for like thirty more years, putting out records that nobody bought.
0: Well, this was kind of like their big reemergence,
1: yeah, this the, one and the big generator oh came big me.
0: generator <laughs> oh boy
1: that's that's really bad. <laughs> Unfortunately, I bought both
0: yeah i i bought the i bought the 90125 yeah but the big generator I wasn't into it at all
1: big generator was terrible did you buy the accompanying 9012 live
0: no i did not
1: i bought that as well friend because <laughs> i was a dork all right here we go all right. i can feel Trying to compete with Asia, if I remember right, because well, that yeah. was huge. Yeah, it was huge. Asia, that heat of the moment. Holy smokes, that was that was a big album. I remember getting in big. I was at for. I went for half a year before I got thrown out of Walsh Jesuit for fighting. <laughs> yeah, I, my freshman year, the first half of freshman year, I went to Walsh Jesuit and I got kicked out for fighting a guy because I hit him in the face with a crutch. He was this fucking kid would not stop picking on me, and I was little at the time. And he was—he came in on on crutches one day, and he kept hitting me with his crutch. Like I was at my wall locker, and he kept hitting me with his crutch. And I fucking kicked his crutch, knocked it out of his hand, picked it up, and hit him in the face with it. <laughs> Fucked him up and got kicked out of Walsh. <laughs> Oops.
2: so bad to you One thing I said that I would never do A look from you and I would fall from grace And that would wipe the smile right from my face
1: i'll argue with anybody all day long that that is a fucking classic album every song is great not good great (laughs) i love that album yeah that came came out
0: in my senior year in high school and I had a couple of friends who were in, you know, they were in a tribute band or they, right and and that was one of the songs that they were really working up hard. Oh, here here to the moment. Yeah.
1: And only time will tell too what that keyboard do little 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 little. I loved this out. Al- I I still play this album a lot. Not not so much the hits. I like the song Here Comes the Feeling, the last tune on the record. Is that one in Wildest Dreams was another good one, too. Wildest Dreams Fly Away. That's a good one, too. I I love this album. I don't care if that makes me faggy or not. I love it. (laughs)
0: Very journey. Yeah, it is total ripoff, but who cares? What, what, what is the song? This is, uh, that's wildest dreams. Uh, no, no, no. What What is the song? The journey song. This sounds like,
1: um,
0: um, God, I don't know. I'm trying to think pretty, I can't, it's either off of frontiers or escape. escape. Let's think, um, it's gotta be off frontiers. I'm pretty sure it's off of frontiers not separate ways not send nope. her my love no nope. um chain reaction could be chain reaction
1: God, how bad is that I know that
0: yeah Yeah, that's definitely that asia song that's my
1: shit there that whole style i love it wildest dreams that was a good one only time will tell was a good one soul survivor was a good one uh here comes the Fi- every song on the asia record is great and then asia followed it up with a total dud that fucking alpha record mm-hmm. that literally had two good songs that were both the hits um don't cry And, um, the smile has left your eyes and then everything else on it is a bag of shit.
0: (laughs) Very similar.
1: Uh It is. What makes me sad is I would listen to this tape and then I'd pull it out of my Walkman and throw that fucking lover boy in there. <laughs> what the fuck was wrong with me? How could I listen to something that good and go from that to lover boy and think, yeah, fuck yeah. Queen of the broken hearts.
0: Oh. I was really a faggot. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, yeah, you just like the popular stuff at the time. I did.
1: I definitely did. I mean, I was definitely Corey Hart, Romantics, Madonna, this stuff, all this stuff. I was into all of it. Yeah, that, that,
0: that was another. That was another uh, band I couldn't stand. That the chicks at the store would always play was that Romantics talking in your sleep.
1: I hear the secrets that you keep. Oh,
0: I could not take it
1: when they're talking in your sleep. <laughs> yeah, they. I saw them in concert, no less. Dude, that was one of the worst shows. It was Them and Corey Hart at the at, uh, Public Music Hall. <laughs> so bad.
0: Yeah, In Heat was the name of the album.
1: Yeah, and that, they had that other song, too, that was equally shitty That uh, from the previous album. That's what I like about you. <laughs> there were certain bands that I listened to again, there's a litany of those bands that I owned records by. And now I can't believe Adam ant was another
0: one. <laughs> yeah. That was another one. I wouldn't listen to either.
1: Adam ant was straight up shit, but I fucking owned it. Corey Hart. I owned that album with sunglasses at night, never surrender and romantics with, you know, um, what was the, what was the big hit on that one? It the was romantic. Uh
0: talking in your sleep
1: Talking in your sleep. Yeah. Garbage. <laughs>
0: The overuse of the newly discovered or newly uh, usable synthesizer keyboard. Yeah, every me- single one of them.
1: Well, since we're on that trip, before we get back to men at work, give me a little bit of um, Adamant Goody Two Shoes. <laughs> goody, 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 goody Goody Two Shoes. Goody Goody Goody. Another shit. That one and Strip. Remember the song Strip? Oh yeah. If I strip for you, will you strip for me? I remember playing that in the house. My mom was all pissed off. She's like, why are you listening to that dirty music? Was really, not good.
2: It's in times like this. The great heaven knows that we wish we had not so many clothes, so let's loosen up with a playful tease. Like lovers did through the centuries. Which is following each of his story If I should call you, will you should call me? Which is following each of his
1: story If I should call you, will you should call me? Uh-huh. When it gets
2: so hot.
1: <laughs> Dude, fucking Billy Idol ran him right out of business. Yeah, pretty much. He did because Billy Idol did it and did it better with more edge. Adam Ant sucked. <laughs> Jesus, how was I? And I had this, I had these tapes too. Yeah, I had this one. I remember that song. I remember Goody Two Shoes. What was the other one that he had? Um, Desperate, <laughs> Not Serious. Remember that song? I do.
0: Oh, fucking terrible. <laughs> this is and this is what I was listening to at that same time period. All right. <laughs> Oh, mm-hmm.
1: Dude, I wore that tape out. That's aha, huh right? Yeah. Yeah, I wore that fucker out with, um, what's the one song? Mother, lover, for oh,
0: you? Oh, yeah. It's loving it mother out, for you. It starts out with the, hey, man, what the fuck? Hey, what the, one, a two, a one, hey, what the fuck? Love that, and <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Love, it. You, I love that it! you gotta always gotta get that. <laughs> I love it. I want to put my kicking mule into her stall. I
1: played the shit out of that record. Even "Pig Houses," I, I thought "Pig Houses" was a great song.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I played this. I played this to death. Me too. Yep. I,
1: I I love that album. It, it, and I, you know what I remember most about that album is that it's short. It's real short, like eight or nine songs, isn't it? Yeah, it's ten songs, but. Is ten? Yeah, but it's like thirty-five minutes or something. It's yeah, not each
0: song album. is about it's about forty minutes long.
1: Yeah, it's it's not long by by the standard at the time, and I I played the living shit out of that record. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I and and I'll be honest, I thought it was a major step up from the album before at the
0: American Fool. Oh yeah, I wasn't a fan. You know, the thing is, is like, American Fool. I was not a fan at all. But when but like when Aha uh-huh came out, all of a sudden I was just like, "Holy shit, this is badass!" And I liked the album before it
1: that had um that had Ain't Even Done with the Night, whatever that. Yeah, nothing
0: was matters, and what if it did?
1: Was that the album before? Or yeah. even before I it was, it was before
0: American Fool. Nothing matters, but what if it did?
1: And that's a great song. Well, all right, sit tight. Don't you tell me, away. I don't know the words, but I'm doing it right. Well, all right. That's, that's, that's good. Listening
0: there. That's a fucking killer song. Yeah. All right. Let's go back to some men at work. All right. Let's tell, go. Tell, tell me about your men at work. Uh, <laughs> fandom. I love them, man.
1: I, who can it be now was such a fucking hit. And dude, I had this organ in my house. <laughs> And, and I remember sitting there learning to play, who can it be now? You know, I was playing the, whatever that is, trombone part or trumpet part or whatever it is that doo 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 do. do the the
0: saxophone.
1: I was playing that on, I would sit there listening to that song, singing it. And I'd be playing that part on my fucking organ in my, in my house, drove my mom nuts. My mom would be sitting there trying to. Like, my mom was a big reader, so she would be, like, sitting on the couch trying to read, and the organ was in our, was in the same room as the, like, the couch. So she'd come in there, and she'd be reading, and I would come in, and I would just turn on the organ and start fiddling. And she never fucked with me about fiddling with the organ, but then I would bring my boombox out and start playing this men at work. And then she'd be like, Ugh, just cause my mom's a rock chick. She wanted Led Zeppelin or The Who or something, the <laughs> And here I was fagging out with who can it be now? Yeah. Be good Johnny and you know, just terrible songs like that.
0: How about this one here? This this one comes off a of cargo. Uh,
2: yeah.
0: Right,
1: great. Bleep, bleep 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 bleep. It was a mistake. Jesus. Dude, <laughs> you, know, you want to play something really awful from that album? Play Dr. Heckle and Mr. Jive.
0: <laughs> okay. Fucking Awful. It is Are the, you- the lead-off track of this boss how, this boss <laughs> this. <laughs> Even as a
1: kid, the that was the first song I heard on this after loving um uh business as usual. And I remember putting this on in the car and just being like, you know, riding with, I think I was riding with my Aunt Irene. I think my Aunt Irene might have bought this or my mom. I don't remember who. But whoever it was, I remember playing this and I was just like,
0: ew, what is this? Yeah, that's what I said. You know, after business fucking- as usual, cargo comes out and it's like, yeah, what happened?
1: There's a lot of fag songs. Dr. Heckle, Mr. Jive, Upstairs in My House. These are really bad songs. <laughs> Go ahead, give me give me a little Dr. Heckle and Mr. Jive.
0: Huey Lewis.
2: Yeah,
1: they stole it right from Huey from sports. It's very Huey Lewis.
2: Dr. Heckle works late at the laboratory where things are not as they seem. Dr. Heckle wishes nothing more desperately than fulfill all his dreams. Letting loose with a scream in the dead of night as he's breaking new ground trying his best to unlock all the secrets, but he's not sure what he's found. Dr. Heckel is his own little guinea pig, cause they all think he's mad. He sets his sights on the search of a lifetime, and he's never, never sad. Whoa, it's off to work, he goes. In the name of science and all Of Dr. Heckle and Mr. Jive They are a person who feels good to be alive This is the story of Dr. Heckler and Mr. Jive Believes the underdog will eventually survive
1: <laughs> Do you realize that was top 15 on the Billboard charts? (laughs) That's fucking trash. It was. Give me a little high wire because that charted too. I don't even, I can't even remember that. Mm -hmm. I probably remember one to hear
2: it. I to go. Sometimes can't tell, but it's just as because 'cause I'm walking on a high wire. High wire. I want someone to let me in.
1: I'm stinking and I'm full of gin. Just too much sound going on there. There's- there's horns, there's keys, there's vocals, <laughs> there's way too much going on. I agree. <laughs> I'm looking at, dude. I, I went back to um, business as usual. That fucking record sold six million. Countries. That's what I said. It was massive. <laughs> I didn't remember it being that big. It had hits. I mean, I know, I know
0: every song on it, but, but man, I didn't remember it being that big. I was. I remember it just dominated uh radio
1: that had to make you crazy in the record store. It
0: did just listening to shitty.
1: It, it's one thing that it, you can listen to the hits. Anyone can listen to the hits, whether you like them or not, you can listen to who could it be now, or I come from a land down under or whatever, but it's the, the songs that are not good enough. That shouldn't even be on the album that had to drive you fucking (laughs) songs like helpless automation do you know that song i don't i'm a helpless automaton make you not play me a little of that because it's like robot voice it's fucking terrible helpless automaton (laughs) i'm a helpless automaton making automation for you fucking terrible and people just love to play with words you know that song no i know that one too people just love to play with words
0: <laughs> what's helpless automation yeah what's what's it's that on oh there it is I got it ah uh, here we go We're trying to keep up with thomas dolby or something devo yeah <laughs> devo yeah that's that's exactly what it was yeah
1: i right, give me one more and then we'll get the fuck out of here go with um people just love to play with words which is actually my favorite men at work song it, it's it's horrible and i know you're gonna fucking be like hey okay, faggot <laughs> but i love the song and i still love this song i don't care how faggy it is
0: all right here we go
2: of mine it don't Love to play with
1: words. <laughs> I love it. That's that's like my favorite jam by them. They they, they were an odd band, weren't they? They,
0: they were, were very. It, they
1: were definitely strange. They were strange, and they were massive, massive, but only for about a year.
2: Yeah, yeah then it,
1: it were, was a very oh. short.
0: When it was a very small window for them. They, their window was about the same length as like Men Without Hats. Yeah, pretty much. But Men was, Without Hats didn't have as many hits. No, I mean that that was the weird thing with men at
1: Men at Work had like five number one hits or yeah. five big hits, and but they did it all in a year because didn't this album come out in like ninety eighty two and then then Cargo in eighty three or think, something. I like think
0: that? I think uh, this 80, one, 81 83. and then eighty three.
1: Yeah. So in a two-year window, they had like five or six massive hits and then they
0: just gone. Well, again, if it wasn't for MTV at that time, you know, they were one of the early MTV, uh, you know, favorites. Yeah. And it didn't have any longevity at all.
1: Yeah. Well, it was that synth pop. It just was, it was music without substance. You know that's why. If I mean, you name any of those bands that that were synth pop, and they all went away in no time. Fucking um, Men at Work, Flock of Seagulls. You know all of those Soft bands. Soft sell.
0: They,
1: yeah, just they were up and gone in no time because what what ended up happening was MTV adopted the rock stuff and and moved to the hair metal stuff. Yeah. Really, yeah. They moved. They got more. These bands did they. I think they realized somewhere along the way that these songs didn't have a whole lot of substance. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, once once they started playing the uh, Def Leopards and the Quiet Riots and the Dawkins and the Rats and the Motleys and all or, that.
1: Or, or even softer,
0: Journey, Foreigner, you know, that type of
1: stuff. All that music had substance. Whether you liked it or not was one thing, but that music all had real balls to it. And then you had Who Can It Be Now that just sounded like somebody wrote a bunch of words to rhyme with each other, <laughs> you know, it, it just was such a difference in substance versus none. Yep. But man, what, what a good time. And at least in my life, I'm sure in your Oh, still, it was
0: eight, fun. It was definitely fun. Eighty-one, two, three. two, three, man. That was, those were good times. Man. Yeah, it was. Well, uh, I'm going to close out the show with my guilty pleasure of that time period. All right. Uh and it still is. I still play these records, uh quarter flash.
1: Oh Cor Gonna Heart in my heart. Exactly.
0: That one came out in eighty one. Yeah. And while I was working at the record store uh in eighty three, mm-hmm. uh their second release, Take Another Picture, came out. Right, and uh, you know, as much as I love the first record, this the second one, even though it wasn't as popular, it's got a lot of good songs on it. So I'm going to close out with the, a song from that. All right, cool. So uh, it's been fun. Uh, everybody, stay safe. We're going to join up on Wednesday for a cyber uh, chat.
2: Mm-hmm. So if you want to sure? be
0: a, if you want to be a part of it, uh, go get the link that Chris has posted on our social media sites. Yep. And uh, be part of Wednesday Cyber Chat at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, two hours before Kendall's show. And then uh, hang around and rock out with Kendall and Metal and Kendall. Sounds like a plan, man. So I'll be there. Uh, Chris will be there. Hopefully we'll see a lot of you there. So if you have yep. a webcam and want to jump in and join in, uh, we'll see you on Wednesday. Yeah and uh we're gonna get out of here so uh i'm gonna leave you with some quarter flash from uh their 1983 uh take another picture uh this one is called nowhere left to hide so until wednesday night this is neely along with my very good friend Riz and we're gone bye kids